0: Shine when the light grows dim. See one, two, three, four, three, two, one. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like
1: we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Undu Tuacat sank. It's five. There's nobody here to like check you.
0: Uh no but it is recording and someone else can check me
1: hello hello (laughs) welcome to honey do me i'm cass i'm emma and we talk about sex sexual feelings counting in french counting in french (laughs) uh doing the dirty doing french kissing Um, we talk about relationships we talk about yourself we talk about wellness Uh um we could go on and on. We also talk about ourselves. Yeah, we do talk about a ourselves. Fair amount,
0: if you can get the gist that we love talking, our Vagines. Yeah. Our <laughs> buttholes. Yeah, a lot about our buttholes. We've gotten a lot yeah. of feedback about that. But sorry, it's my
1: business. I it's can It's my I want. business.
0: <laughs> so, welcome uh, if you're joining us for the first time. Yeah.
1: You're probably not, though. <laughs> it won't us. be your last.
0: <laughs> so, I have um, Cass is my dream reader.
1: And I have, like, a quickie little dream to run past you. I thought you meant, like, I the person you want to hear read the most. <laughs> like, you know, like a dream oh, guest. My, my dream narrator. Like, okay. I love Lay when it she reads me. aloud to me. It's actually a foreplay for me. Um, She'll call me. She'll like, say, can you just paragraph whatever you're on right whatever now? Whatever you're on. I don't care. No matter what you're reading. It's always the New Yorker. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Aligant. Not my fairy porn books. <laughs>
0: it's always the New Yorker. So last night I had a dream. That first, I was in a Jennifer Coolidge musical. Okay. Which I thought was, I was like the doo in the back. I was the doo <laughs> I was. We were learning how to like, do-do-do,
1: do-do-do, Jennifer. <laughs> like, You sure you want to share this? You might want to create this. I know. TM. (laughs) This might get stolen. TM. nobody take
0: that. Oh, my gosh. Actually, she's, like, really popping off right now. So I should be the one to start this musical. Anyways,
1: you were doo So I was
0: doo-wopin' in high school. (laughs) It was, uh, for some reason, I was in high school. And then I sit down, and I'm with, like, other people from high school. And then the guy that I had sex with in college, whom I was obsessed with oh you mean
1: (laughs) i just wanted to say (laughs) the name so bad
0: so you made your own (laughs) yeah your own bleeper yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that one okay he walks in (laughs) but he's (laughs) that's not even so many syllables for his name yeah he has a lot of syllables
1: it's not that one. It's oh. just one syllable. Oh, I said first and last name.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know who you are, motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker.
0: Um, he walks in, but he's really old. Like old, old, old. And then he walks in and he like doesn't even You're acknowledge. He's like me. I have aged uh, so much better than so you. I've aged backwards. Backwards. I'm Benjamin Button compared to you and yeah so he's super old and he doesn't acknowledge me he doesn't look at me he just like says hi to this person I went to high school with Mm -hmm. and then grabs his surfboard and walks away
1: what do I do with this you're not good at sex and he is he He reigns all yeah you're not even worth his time anymore I
0: guess not even in his old age he just says get the get fucked that
1: pussy wasn't good then and it won't be good now
0: (laughs) I reject you still, (laughs) even when I'm 60 and you're 20.
1: I think that some dreams don't have meaning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with this one. Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
0: No Um, meaning. It might not. I
1: don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I don't think about him. I I think you watch some TV and then. (laughs) I am watching Um, a lot of TV right now somebody just in the back of your mind because it was such terrible sex so it stuck with you just walked on through your dream but um he was gross then and (laughs) so you i don't know made him a grody old man (laughs) wow profound
0: (laughs) i'm gonna journal about that later that'll be
1: twenty dollars you can venmo me
0: oh okay great well thank you that's all i needed I am really stoked about the Jennifer Coolidge musical. Oh my God, I'm going to pull my head off. There we go. Um, your head off? Yeah, oh, I had you're... the cord wrapped around my foot. Wrapped around your, your ankle. My ankle. <laughs> you're hog <hopped down> yourself.
1: <laughs> kinky. K-
0: kinky. Sorry.
1: Sorry, I'm so kinky. <laughs> I'm in the mood. <laughs> Gotta do something. Scratch that itch. you that scratch. The other one. No. I gotta itch to scratch. I gotta scratch, I gotta itch. <laughs> you have a good that voice. Thank
0: you. Oh, God. Today, actually, is a lot about accents in the it way is. that it's not, but we use a lot of them.
1: Yeah, because the only other person who does them with us is back on yeah. Miss Victoria Alvina. Yeah. I was about to just, like, end it before we even introduced Victoria. <laughs> like, well, it's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hope you like that solo episode. <laughs> was that minutes. enough for you? Do you feel satisfied? Did you did you, did you did you come? Did you come? I did. Price over. Yeah. So I don't know if you didn't come, there is something biologically yeah, wrong with you. You should get that checked out. Yeah. That'll be twenty dollars. <laughs> Your copay is gonna be forty this time because that was so stupid. So stupid.
0: <laughs> oh yes, Victoria's back on. Answering your questions and or Mm -hmm. addressing your statements. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Just they had an air of question about an air of (laughs) question. Yeah. Yeah. Sprinkle of a question
0: mark. (laughs) We, uh, we lofted out a question box Mm -hmm. to you guys. If you had questions, concerns about love, sex, relationships, anxiety, and
1: we got a plethora. Yeah, you just slam dunked them right in that cue box. <laughs> <laughs> like, right in my cue box. You just like shoved them <laughs> in my cue box. And I was like, huh oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think we only need to record at 7 a.m. Because
1: that's when we're the funniest. The <laughs> day hasn't weathered me yet. I'm surprised. It hasn't taken away my sparkle.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know what you asked, and Victoria's here. To- <laughs> you fucking know what you asked. <laughs> Victoria's here to answer it. But, like, who better to tell you um and help explain everything that's going on in your life and your little brain? Yeah. <laughs> Who better? Who better? Not me, apparently. <laughs> so I'm going
1: to softball this one over to her. And uh, yeah, she's going to slam dunk it. So we'll see on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> That's sports, right? You, did I just sport? You did sported. I sport all over your face? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. At this yeah. point, you're here like every two weeks on yeah. our <laughs> show, so... <laughs> We're all
1: familiar. Honestly, the episodes you're not on, they're like, "Where's the where the fuck is Victoria?" I know the fuck is going on. Same question. Yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly.
2: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Well, because
0: people ask so much. Sorry, I totally cut you off.
2: Do you have something to say? (laughs) No, no, no. It's cool. I was just being just just being me which is silly. <laughs>
0: Go on because people ask what? Just so much um of you and from you from these uh episodes they just love to hear from you. We wanted to collect Ooh. their actual questions and use their voices when communicating with you today. <laughs> so like we'll be
1: doing a variety of accents um like and the tones. Holy
2: Spirit. <laughs> They're actually going to speak am through really me. I'm really excited about this. <laughs> Also, my cousin, so the, uh, the Argentine accent in English is very um, a specific <laughs> accent. And so my cousin Rosalia moved from Argentina, from Mar del Plata, our hometown, just this little beach town, to Dublin. And so now oh. she has like an Irish accent and an Argentine accent at the same time. <laughs> oh. I can't do it. I won't do it. Was, but it is one of really the most could. amazing things I've ever heard. We oh should have her on the show. God, Just absolutely. To like say absolutely. Random words.
1: Yeah. I okay, that cool.
2: would
0: be really funny. Like a 10 minute segment of like go, say toilet. Go.
1: <laughs> say toilet. <laughs> <Or> say
2: baguette. <laughs> Just that. it? Okay, well, I have so many questions about why toilet and baguette, but those are the well, only yeah. two words. Emma. Those are the only things I do throughout the day. I shit
0: and I eat bread
2: and eat baguettes. Yeah. Right. Well, so this is a good life, my sister. Yeah. I'm doing the you're, Lord's you're work. You living large, darling. You've done really yeah. well doing for the Lord's yourself. Work? Yeah. That's off. So yeah. our
0: get our listeners will speak through me today. Uh Cass and I and we should just we'll kick it off with um this one. If you don't go <laughs> head first into the thickest accent. I don't have a good one, so I'm not going to even. All I don't right. want to butcher it. Um, one question we got is: Can you manage your partner's insecurity, insecurities in a
2: relationship, or is it theirs to deal with? Oh, it's so funny. My brain, when you said "Can you manage," my brain just said "Nope." No, nope. <laughs> uh-uh. before you even finished it. Do you? Because know I because of what mm. we talk about, I knew it was yeah. gonna be mm-hmm. something external. Can you manage another person, another adult? Well, you can't even manage another, a child. No. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we can do the things that uh, are possible to show up with love, with care, with kindness, with consideration, with thoughtfulness, with gentleness, with tenderness, uh, while still honoring our truth and our needs, right? Um, I talk a lot about the difference between being kind and being nice. Right. So being being direct, Mm -hmm. uh, being a direct communicator, saying what's up, setting limits, setting boundaries, saying that doesn't work for me. I'm not available for that. Um, That is kindness. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And being nice is people pleasing and the bullshit of uh, appeasement, fawning in the nervous system, trying to when we say manage someone else's anxiety, we're legit. We're we're saying control. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what we actually want to do is like, yo, I love you, but you're really fucking anxious. And I that is activating the anxiety in my body. And I don't know how to manage my nervous system. So I'm going to need to come over here into your space and manage your emotions and experience of life so that I don't have emotions. I'm not really out here trying to have. Mm -hmm. And like. Also, so beyond can one like, is it possible? Like, if you actually love someone, why are you trying to do that? Why are you trying to take away their opportunity to be with themselves, to manage themselves, to grow, to shift, to change, to become the the fullest expression of them, themselves in this life, to manage their own karma, their own nervous system, right? Why are you trying to take that opportunity away from them? And I can answer that question because I love them mm-hmm. and because it really fucking stresses me out when they're stressed out. So start on your own side of the street and manage you. I always think of the words of the um, the great psychologist and poet, um, <clears throat> Shakira, who says, Cuando hay que hablar de dos, siempre empezar con uno mismo. Right? When we need to speak of two, always start with yourself.
0: God, That's, a a good That's a great one. What a great poet.
2: Right? Yeah. I love me some Shakira. Like some old school Shakira, like before the English um, thing happened, because I'm not really, I'm just not into it. You know, I want pies calzos, I want my old school Vintage Shakira. So anyway, she listens, so she'll the, get that yeah, suggestion
1: from you, which is
2: great. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, mm-hmm. is she like in jail in Spain? Did that ever happen? Oh, I think I it's
0: know. on its way
1: I,
2: to
0: happening. Okay.
1: How's she gonna get her okay. honey <laughs> do well, there?
0: I don't know. Actually, we're really big in Spain, oh. so they actually just play in it Spanish through. jails.
2: Yeah. yeah, in Spanish <laughs> jails,
1: they'll play it for everyone in the morning. Right. So that's yeah, nice.
2: okay. Oh, definitely. In Good. The morning as part of their rec. Right, I figured. So does that answer the question? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What if? What if your partner though thinks that you, leaving them to, be with themselves. You know, like not trying to manage their anxiety. What if they consider that like ignoring, their, their needs? needs? Yeah. In a relationship, they're like, "Well, I need you, to not flirt with other people
2: because that's a big insecurity for me." And the fact that you're. Ignoring oh, that. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. So that's a whole different. I'll say, uh, okay. Let's let's pause and, and tease this apart, right? Because mm-hmm. if your partner's anxious because you're crossing a limit or a boundary, that's a that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I my brain went to like, a partners of mine who've been like, oh, uh we need to like cook dinner for this dinner party. I need to pick a recipe. I'm getting anxious. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like. I, I trust in you and I have faith that you can pick, you can take some breaths, you can meditate, you know, you can do your right. process and you can make this decision, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't need to jump in here and be your rescuer, your savior, your martyr, your saint, take over your life, make these decisions for you, which leaves you feeling ever less able to actually mm-hmm. make the decisions of manage your anxiety. Right. So that's where my brain, went, right? Mm-hmm. That sort of more I don't think it's more quotidian, but like the quotidian anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. The like day-to-day, getting stuff done, moving through the world, going through TSA kind of anxiety. (laughs) Uh But like I set a boundary, I set a limit of like we are mutually monogs and everyone consented to that so we don't flirt with other people. And if you flirt with other people, it makes me anxious. It is not your job to manage the it makes me anxious because there's nothing you can do about that. But it's 100% your job to uphold a line of consent that you agreed to mm-hmm. right so it's for me it's less about like I don't want to make my partner like make them anxious because I know I can't do that
0: mm-hmm.
2: but I do know that if I agreed to not do something I should not do it
0: mm-hmm. what if or you like don't... have a conversation right yeah. what if you don't agree with their insecurities you know like I feel like I haven't agreed with some of my partners where like they get insecure when I have guy friends or they get insecure if I go out without them. And it's like, well, that's, that's not, that's just me living my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so how do you manage when that comes up for your partner and you just don't agree?
2: I think you get to be really clean and clear about it, by which I mean, taking the judgment out mm-hmm. right so not starting from like oh dude come on that's mm-hmm. stupid you think it's a problem that i have dude friends like if you're starting from there right if you're starting from judgment if you're starting from your own the own the pain in your own body your own fears your own work like if you're starting from riled up
0: mm-hmm.
2: we're not going anywhere cute <laughs> like there's just nowhere yeah. cute to go here you yeah. know what i mean And when you come to these conversations from judging them, oof, you've lost. Because you're outside of love, right? Because true unconditional love is, I see that this, me having dude friends, touches an insecurity, a pain point, is activating for you in your nervous system. I don't need to say like, dude, you're right. I'm going to drop my seven best friends who just all happen to be dudes. But I'm going to hold space for the pain in you because I love you, Mm -hmm. which is really different from saying I'm going to change my life and do just like whatever you want me to do, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's when we get codependent with it, Mm -hmm. right? I need to manage your feelings by changing my life and negatively impacting me or taking me out of my joy in an attempt to not have you have a feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And so the interdependent choice there is one of mutuality and reciprocity, in which you come together to a collective understanding of your collective needs as individual people, but as the third party, which is the relationship.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And so for the health of this relationship, I need, my request is that you take a look at your insecurity around me having male friends so that it doesn't become my responsibility to manage that for you because I'm not taking it on. Like that is a heavy ass backpack that I will not carry for you. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, I can't, you need to carry that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, that feels really different than flirting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, like my partner and I could flirt in front of each other. And it's just part of the, it's part of our fit. Thi- like it's, it would be, that would be cute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like we were on vacation. We were like, Ooh, snap. She's so <laughs> cute. Huh? And like, right. Like, but we can do that. Cause that's neither one of us is insecure about that,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it's really individual. Yeah. So I guess I'm just saying like, it's not a universal, like that's bad flirting in front of your partner, but it really is about knowing your boundaries, your limits, and then holding space for whatever's getting activated. Mm-hmm. Right. Like did that person's parents cheat on each other when they were six and that's what led to the divorce and then they had to leave Brooklyn and move to Cleveland and they miss their best friends and then their dog died the week they were going to move and so, you know what I'm saying like what's the heavy here that's getting activated yeah. and that's what I would get curious around mm-hmm. what's coming up for you versus you can't tell me to do that
0: right
1: I really like that and that connects back to what you said about being kind versus being nice Mm -hmm. for me like I really like that distinction because I think I've spent a lot of time being nice Mm -hmm. and it like it doesn't come from a place of kindness it comes from a place of like people pleasing and just not wanting to cause a stir yeah right and I also
2: training's intense Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah and I also it's a great reminder. To not start from, even if you find things ridiculous, um, not start mm. from a place of irritation and uh, you're ridiculous. I've done that. <laughs> and you're right. It's not I mean, cute. What are you it's well, not it's, cute.
2: It's not cute. You're cuter than that.
0: Yeah, I am. I'm really
2: pretty. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you are. But you, I think are. you don't need that bullshit.
0: All of that is a really good reminder. Uh, Kind's not nice. I like
1: mm-hmm. that. Yeah, kind fact, not nice. Kind not nice. on my bum.
0: On your bum. Mm-hmm. Great.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like to take the next mm-hmm. one. I will take the next one. So the next one isn't exactly a question. It's more of a statement okay, with um, an okay. air of help around it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a cute little question mark in the air. Uh, um, being. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Is that your voice coming? <laughs> that's <out>? my voice. <laughs> okay. Being queer in a heterosexual relationship, I feel like I'm missing out on experimenting. Oh, that was it. Okay. Was it. <laughs> um, uh,
2: yeah. You, you. There, there are words missing here. Like, I'm just gonna make some assumptions. Uh-huh. Like mutually monogamous, mm-hmm. right? Or there would be tons of experimenting. Uh, it sounds that sounds like a fact. Yes. Right. So you get to decide, beloved listener, if that's a fact you're cool with, if that's a fact you're not cool with, uh, and what you want to do about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: I feel you know, right. I feel like I've um, <clears throat> we've had these conversations before. It feels very like claustrophobic before mm. you understand that like conversations are, totally your right to have like I've been felt like I've trapped in a relationship before I realized like through this podcast like no conversations around what you think monogamy are what you yeah. think happiness and successfulness in a relationship mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and I think starting with having that conversation even inside your own head is huge right. for this listener yeah because conversation is should yeah. just be normal as you keep growing and developing and like, you don't have to break up or feel like you're missing out. I think you start with a conversation.
2: Totally. And and I think, yes, 100%. And I think it is really important to – so we can get into these spins in our head where it's like we sort of denigrate what we've got. It's the grass, the grass is always greener.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. right
2: and like oh if I wasn't in this heterosexual marriage then I would be exploring and it would be so amazing and everything would be incredible when we look to outside circumstances to create our emotions our feelings our experience of life we 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 lose out on on the experience of self as creator of lived experience Mm
0: -hmm.
2: right Mm -hmm. like you could go on an all expenses paid -paid trip to Tahiti and have a really shitty time because you go with a (laughs) shitty attitude Mm -hmm. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You could go to like the most amazing seventies orgies in your DeLorean and your partner's cool with it. And you, you know what I mean? Uh And it's not the fulfilling thing you wish it were right. It's the thing doesn't create your experience. Right. Mm -hmm. So just want to say that always. And when you, this sounds so like whatever, but it was life-changing for me when you're doing one thing, you're not doing another And we just need to get okay with that, Mm. right? Like this FOMO of not being in the present moment, like, oh, I'm in this heterosexual marriage. I'm going to put some words in here that I don't know, but maybe loving, kind, caring, uh, supportive, growth-based, right? It may be all of those things. And the brain's like, yeah, but I'm not stooping 17 babes at the party this week, right? (laughs) Uh Right. I wish like, my
1: brain talked to me that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you want to you, you can hang
2: out in mine for a minute. Cause uh, yeah. there's a lot going on up here with a lot of different accents. I tell you what it's a good time. Right. But, and, and I'm not saying that like going and getting what you want and having the conversation, like you were just saying towards the end of, yeah, maybe you can open it up. Maybe you can open it up in certain ways. Maybe you can create some space for some other exploration those conversations are vital and important. And for me, if your partner, if a partner is unable to have those conversations, that for me puts a big question mark on the field of like, do I want this? Is this what's right for me? Right. Mm -hmm. Because if someone can't talk about sex, I don't know if if you can't talk about sex, I don't want to be having sex with you.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: That's where sort of where it comes down to for me. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So God, yeah, that just flashed me back to San Francisco. Like, 12 14 years ago and this super hot butch was hitting on me and we were making out and I wanted to like have frank conversation about sex like what are you into as like clothes are coming off and she like couldn't she couldn't talk about it and I just was like I'm leaving because if you can't talk about sex I'm not we shouldn't be having it right you know Mm -hmm. which is not to diss anyone who can't have those conversations I understand what's happening in the nervous system that puts us into dorsal that keeps us from being able to have the conversations people come from you know religious backgrounds that are shame-based you know there's so many reasons why and mm-hmm. for me for this animal if we can't talk about it I don't I'm, I'm not doing it you know what I mean right I feel
1: like that kind of connects back to the conversation we just had about managing somebody else's insecurities Mm. you know what i mean like if you are able to have those conversations about sex but a partner isn't it's like okay i'm just not there with you right now and i can understand where you're coming from and i can be kind and come from a place of love and still have my needs met right and not just be here to please you Mm mm-hmm
0: Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DUME at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code DEWME for 10% off. I struggle significantly with
1: FOMO. So Cass knows this. Yeah. It's the best way to get Emma to do anything is to just say, you're going to go do it. And then Emma's like, fine. It's so
0: annoying. And so if you're feeling like you're someone who's sucked into that easily when you're like grass is always greener in your relationship, mm-hmm. what are some exercises or some like things you can walk yourself through to bring you back to the present moment?
2: Yeah, present yeah, present moment awareness mm-hmm. is is the only answer to fomo, right Because it's always about uh, not being here, not being now, right? Because when you're here and now, it's actually pretty amazing. Right. Like even in the shittiest of circumstances, coming back to present moment awareness. I am breathing. I have a body that is breathing. Right. Like, holy shit, that's pretty incredible. Right. And, you know, I'm a total nerd and like a science nerd. So I'm like, yo, I have mitochondria that are doing the Krebs cycle. Like, are (laughs) you fucking kidding me right now? (laughs) Kidding me with this shit? Yeah. Seriously, I'm like, look at this blood moving through these veins. There's like these little valves that like open and close. So I come back to the minutiae. I go super micro. That works for me. Just coming back to feeling the breath. Right. And, and pausing long enough to remember that you are breathing and being breathed sometimes can, can create like it just puts a little crack in the story, you know, it's like the gra the glass starts to crack a little. That story that like anything other than this moment is perfect because this present moment is the most perfect thing that there is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that?
0: I think it's calming. Sounds like okay, a calm story <laughs> that I
2: listen to at night. Calm story. Yeah. All right. Do you think it would help you in the moment if your brain is like, oh? I want to like stay here and hang out, but also like Megan's having a party, but like, oh, so-and-so is going to the movies.
0: Somewhat. I feel like my FOMO is so big <laughs> sometimes that mm. it might take, it'll take more of thinking about what you said earlier about grass is always greener too, where it's like, yeah. oh, you're yeah. always comparing to a moment that's not here. It'll be like, it. mine is more like I need to talk myself out of it but breathing would definitely help start being like, Oh, this is a moment you're experiencing this feeling. Yeah. Let's talk ourselves yeah. down now that we're like back to the present.
2: Right, Maybe right, right, bit. right. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of using cognition, using thinking and mindset as a bridge towards a more somatic experience towards a body-based experience, right? Cause it, it's all about meeting yourself where you're at. And if what feels easy, warm, like, oh, okay, I can go there is is really stay getting in your brain and staying with your brain. I say do it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe invite yourself to consider that possibly in the future. Do you see how much space we're putting in there? Yeah, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Coming back to the body may be the way to ground you, center you, and bring you right back here, the place from which we need no escape right? Because when we're truly grounded and centered in our body, nothing is better. Like really being present in my body is the most, it's its the most amazing show in all of this New York City, right? It's the best thing that I could possibly do on any given Friday night in my beautiful Brooklyn,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? That was quite the poem. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. Uh, yesterday I was doing a webinar and I was like, I was like, you know what you could do? You could come hang out with a dork that loves you. To, referring to myself. And I've gotten like 45 emails and DMs this morning that are like, the dork that loves you. I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's like, I put on, I say <laughs> some shit. I just open mouth and the words come and these are the words. <laughs> these are the words. <clears throat> these no, are the words. I got the words. I love that. I would, I, yeah, I would be really curious to see what a mindfulness practice is. And potentially even a meditation practice Mm -hmm. could do for you around the fomo Mm -hmm. because really like having five minutes 10 minutes a day and like i will also tell you that like meditation is is not unlike cocaine that when you have a little you want more Mm -hmm. at least in my life right like my partner and i sit together twice a day and some like when when life gets short and we're like only 12 minutes today only 18 we're both kind of like oh man (laughs) Dirty. <laughs> like you just because it feels so good mm-hmm. and it's just it really is the best show in town I just so I just be curious right how that could shift for you right and so like a mindfulness practice can really start with like okay every time I have a warm beverage I pause and I just breathe and I feel the weight of the cup I, I feel the density of the cup I feel that the temperature I Smell the tea, I taste it or the coffee, whatever. Doesn't hit motor oil, it's irrelevant. (laughs) I just get present, right? I get present with it and I get present. And I I like to start folks with something external to self because it's a little less scary to the nervous system sometimes right? Then be like, go inside your body and connect with your breath, particularly. And I just want to say this loud to so the folks in the back can hear me. If your body was the site of trauma, then all these yoga influencer hashtag, whatever, go inside, feel your feelings in your body. That is a, a recipe for getting like legit triggered potentially. Mm-hmm. And it's not where we start. It's where we end, but that end may take a year or two or three or four to get to. So just like if you're like, oh, going into my body feels not very smartly. Yep. (laughs) That is right. Honor that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so start with mindfulness that is outside. Start with mindfulness like walking around your like first thing in the morning when you walk to pee or walk to the kitchen. Walk slowly and feel your footsteps. Mm -hmm. And just feel like my foot on the ground. And start like really cultivating minute mindfulness, and then let's let's talk when we record next about maybe a meditation practice that's like ten deep breaths mm-hmm. towards one minute of meditation, right? And 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 building from there because for me the more I so there's a difference between practice and praxis. And I trust y'all to cut me off because I'm your girl's going as your girl will go. <laughs> I She's love that. She's an Argentine yeah. and a Tuaca. All right. So, um, yeah, practice. So practice is important. It is softball practice, right? Rehearsal. Mm-hmm. It is doing the thing so that you know how to do the thing. And when I teach somatics, body based practices, which is the that's the core of what I teach and do um, with my clients. We do different movements, we do different things to bring us into mindfulness and connection with our our body in time and space, our body in the present moment, our body and an emotion. And the goal of all this practice is praxis, P-R-A-X-I-S, living the thing, where you're not practicing connecting with your body, you're not practicing connecting with your breath, you're not practicing letting your mind go blank, right? And by blank, I mean, you know, opening up your mind to the... Mm -hmm to the the great nothingness that is all and everything, but rather it's just how you're living, Mm -hmm. right? And so you're just living in connection with self, with your breath, with the world. You're just living mindfully. You're living from somatic bodily connection. Mm -hmm. And that for me has been the, that's the game changer. Right. Right, Is, is knowing that I am deeply present in this animal. And so, again, there's nothing more delicious and amazing than being here right now with me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a,
2: that's and a ticket I'll,
0: I'll buy to that Also, show.
2: like, my friend Cara's in Madrid right now. And, yeah, when I saw her pictures, I was like, oh, I want to be in Madrid because that's normal and natural and human. But those things become a blip of, like, oh, man, mm-hmm. and not, like, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. Totally. Cool. No, I love that. That's um. Yeah. That's such a deeper yeah. um, value to bring to yourself when you're feeling like ex- uh, external things are more valuable than being with yourself. Um,
2: so I love that. It also brings me back to our conversation from last time, time before. Who knows? It's all a beautiful blur of presence during sex. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Right, because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Right. It's it's you may not be having FOMO while having sex, and if you are. We need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're like, I wish I was having different sex. Like, mm-hmm. right? That's a different yep. conversation. But like, the mind wandering, right? You leaving the room, not being present.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's sort of part and parcel of the same thing of training the mind, right? Reorienting uh, the nervous system to felt and embodied safety here and now, because mm-hmm. that's also what's at the crux and the core of this is building enough internal safety. So that it's safe to be here. It's okay to be here. It's okay to be with yourself. It's, not a, it's nothing but amazing. And you don't have to fly off to FOMO or doing the dishes in your brain or like, you know, do we need more butter? You're just like, you're here. just here.
1: Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. I'm wondering if we want to stay on this comparison train for another question, Mm. because somebody else said um, or asked, how do I stop comparing myself to my boyfriend's ex? I'm struggling to feel comfortable. And I'm thinking maybe it might be somewhat similar to what we have talked Mm. about. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, it does feel similar to me of,
1: you know, asking yourself.
2: Hmm. What is it? What is your brain trying to do? That's been one of my really, like, my, my favorite questions lately. Like, what's your brain up to? But, like, legit, what it, what's it trying to do? So, when it's comparing you to her, I'm just going to go with those pronouns, but it's comparing you to her. What is your brain trying to do for you? And people think I'm doing like a coach trick and they're supposed to say nothing. No, we answer this <laughs> is like a legitimate question. What is your brain and your nervous system trying to do? Well, I, my brain doesn't think I'm worthy of love and care. And so if it compares me to her, then I can disqualify myself from being lovable before he even realizes what a piece of shit I am. So then when he leaves me, it won't hurt as bad. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, that's cool. That's Oh, do you still want to do that? So then asking the next question, how does that serve me? And again, it's not a trick. Answer it. How does that serve you? It, it keeps it keeps me in the belief that I can protect myself from being hurt by controlling situations and people around me from my codependent conditioning. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah mm-hmm. Cool. So from there, what does the part of me that believes this is the safest option for me? What does that part need so it can step into greater ease and comfort with me, for me? What can I do to bring it some greater safety, right? Mm -hmm. And so maybe it needs a hug. Maybe it needs a walk. Maybe it needs to journal. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it just needs to be heard. Maybe it needs to sit with you. But you don't know until you ask, until you get into conversation, until you start to really show all the parts of you that they are valuable, they are important, they matter with you. Their opinion matters, Mm -hmm. right? And their goals for you, don't die, don't be rejected, don't be abandoned, don't be left to die cold and alone on a mountaintop, right? Keep the village happy with you. People please them, appease them, fawn. Do Do it, it. (laughs) right? That is towards the goal of love and safety for you. And so that is... I really, truly befriending our nervous systems, the parts of us, all the, the the internal motivators for me is one of the most important parts of our healing work because you're not driving the bus. You're not making your own adult decisions while there are all these like unbridled parts of you screaming, oh, we're going to be rejected and die. Mm-hmm. And so befriending them not in some cursory like, oh, hey, what's up? But in a, like, ride or die, you and me, for real, like, we are in this t- life, in this body, in this psyche together. Let's really connect. Like, let's really be a team. That is what radically changed my life. And has. that's one of the processes I do with my clients and has radically changed hundreds of lives because it really shifts the dynamic dynamic internally. So you're not subjugate to some voice that thinks you're four years old or eight years old or 14 years old. You can be your whole integrated, autonomous adult self when all the parts of you are on board with that being true. Mm-hmm. It is most easy to be that version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And addressing it like that
0: also for me takes away the shame of like that's a really shitty thing that you're doing right now is like comparing yourself to your ex like you're being a really shitty partner and shame 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 you know like
2: all that stuff really yeah I mean that's for me that's why I'm so obsessed with the nervous system stuff right Mm -hmm. and all the somatic work and the parts work because it's not you it's the fact that you're a mammal right like, when you go into sympathetic and you get activated, you're like, but I'm really anxious. Like, what if she's prettier than me? What if she's better than me? What if she, like, smells better than me? What if she, like, um, she doesn't have as many split ends as me? What? What? That's mm-hmm. because you're a mammal and your body sees losing this person as threat. So then the next level of inquiry I would get into is the what's the part of you that sees losing this person as threat? Like... Let's let's get curious there, because like that's feeling a little co too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, are you emotionally outsourcing? So for folks new to my world, I work uh, in the areas of codependency, perfectionism and people pleasing, which I call emotional outsourcing because I don't like any of those other words. So (laughs) let's make up our own words. We're very (laughs) postmodern. So emotional outsourcing, right? Giving away your power, your emotional, the, the, the management and regulation of your emotions to others. Saying others create my feelings, like we were talking about earlier with like circumstances and FOMO, that creates my feelings. No, you get to create them, right? In working hand in hand in glove with your nervous system, of course. And so, like, what is it about this person potentially, I don't know, liking her, that other woman's feet better that, like, as you going into the spin of, of I'm not enoughness. Right? Like, why is that located outside of you in your partner? Do you you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just get, that's a place to get really curious. And then finally, I would just, just remind yourself if your partner wanted to be with that other person, they would be with them Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and they're with you because they want to be with you. Right. What? Which is like really hard to remember sometimes. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm not out here like, duh, but I'm like, just (laughs) put it on a (laughs) post-it.
1: remind yourself. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like conversations around insecurities, I feel like there's a lot of stuff wrapped up in that as well and we recently had an episode where we talked about, you know, like being a chill girl, being a cool girl. And I feel like talking about your insecurities mm-hmm. is like not cool, not chill, um because then you come off as mm-hmm. insecure. Mm-hmm. And when when does it become important to like Not only do this internal work, but also talk about this insecurity with your partner.
2: Talking about your insecurity doesn't make you not chill. Not talking about it and then acting from it. Like Mm -hmm. that adds some shitty shit right there. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? Like let's compare and contrast. You're like having a cup of tea with your partner sitting on the couch. And you're like, baby, I'm insecure because X, Y, and Z. And here's how I am supporting myself. We always start there. Mm-hmm. Shakira taught us. Mm-hmm. Here's how I would like you, right? Mm-hmm. Praise be. Here's how I would like your support around this, if that you're available for that. That's hella chill. Like, that's that's dope. Like, that's mm. amazing. That is, oof, that is sexy and delicious. Like, y'all are going to have really good sex after that. Right. Mm -hmm. Versus I don't want to talk about not having insecurities because that's going to make me seem chill. And then like, he (laughs) texts Like, wow. Like, that is that is the antithesis Mm -hmm. of chill. Uh Nespa. Right. Mm -hmm. Like. I don't know. I'm out here for some simple, direct. Conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's one of the sexiest things on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, of course you're insecure. You're a mammal living in the patriarchy, white settler colonialism, and late-stage capitalism. All day long, we're sold. You have cellulite, and that means you're terrible. Here's an $80 cream. Oh, have you considered slim fast? What about this diet? What about dye your hair? What about you shouldn't have hair? Why aren't you hairless? You should grow more hair. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. everything is selling us everything based on insecurity, right. based on a beauty standard that's bullshit in the patriarch. Like, of course you're insecure. Cool. Let's support each other and mm-hmm. let's shift that. Yeah. But we can't do that unless we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Just casually saying. You know me, just casually. I'm just like just casual out so here. so casual. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, chill. <laughs> pretty chill. Pretty People chill. People talk myself. about me and they're like, you know who's super duper chill? Maria Victoria Albina. She's just like super... Just Not a hyped most. up Leo all the time about everything, <laughs> especially love.
0: <laughs> yeah. really. She she has few words
2: on that, actually. Yeah. Few words. <laughs> very. So. Yeah. People, it's actually like a real problem for me. My lack of intense verbosity.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> intense verbosity. The longest word ever to describe yourself <laughs> being <laughs> super chill. I Thank love you. it.
2: I feel, <laughs> I feel hurt and sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I love talking to you all. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So Mm -hmm. is it bad or wrong to go into those conversations, you know, doing your own work, here's what I'm doing for myself, and also seeking some validation and just like some of those like kind of surface level words of like, no, like you're so hot. I love Mm -hmm. you, I wanna be with you.
0: Sometimes I just
1: wanna hear I'm hot. Mm
0: -hmm. Like that is very true. It's like I I understand that the longer conversation is amazing and necessary. And sometimes I just want to be like, babe, shut sh- shut your beautiful mouth.
1: Shut your ugly ass mouth. You're, <laughs> you, you're right. You're ugly. No, you're, like,
0: you're wonderful and hot and beautiful. And then also, let's go into this.
2: And also, no, yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's wrong and bad. I think where it gets problematic is if you have no capacity to or access to believing that on your own mm-hmm. most of the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like legit ever. Right. If you're like, I only feel sexy when my partner tells me or when Cass and Emma tell me, (laughs) but like, but you know, if it's a hundred percent in someone else's hands to like create that emotion for you, that's when you might want to hit me up for some coaching, you know, like Mm -hmm. let's work on that codependent emotional outsourcing. But like, yo, I am a Leo and I don't know. Y'all are getting to know what an Argentine is, but we are vain. (laughs) And I'm out here like I like throw my pretty hair out and I'm like, hey, babe, how's my hair look today? And my part she, Billy knows she needs to be like, oh, it looks gorgeous. Uh-huh. And I can go do that. I can go do that alone. I don't even need a mirror. I just like, throw my hair and I know it. <laughs> and I know it. Uh-huh. I know it. I know my crowning glory. And sometimes you just want to hear it. And that's cool. And also sometimes we're in a tender place. Sometimes we, like, uh, we're in Brooklyn right now. We mostly live upstate, but we're in Brooklyn this week. And, like, a car alarm went off starting at 3 a.m. And it's still, it's, like, 11. And it still goes off. It's just. No, thank you. So I'm tired. And if I'm, like, babe, I'm tired today and a little whiny and, like, seven days out from my period and I just, can you tell me, I'm stunning. Yes. <laughs> I don't think there's a damn thing wrong with that. But if I needed her to tell me for me to have self-esteem, that's where that's, that doesn't feel in service of my wellness. How was that for diplomatic? Mm
0: -hmm. Loved it.
2: Not in service of my wellness. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: And it's not in service of the Mm relation, right? Because then if she doesn't tell me, then I'm resentful. If she doesn't tell me, I'm pissed off. Right? That's true. It becomes mm-hmm. her job. It's, not, it's nobody's job but mine. Right. Right. And I know at this point to spread the love. Right. Like I will text Marie. I will text text Alessandra. Right. Like I'll text my girls and be like, hey, um, you know, well, because we talk this way because I'm like cycle day 22. Tell me I'm gorgeous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh.
1: Like a field journal, and yeah. Then,
2: <laughs> right, exactly. They're like, "Oh, girl, you are beautiful," and I'm like, "Okay, come on, okay. come on, little no more, little no more.
1: <laughs> Nothing wrong. Rub
2: around in it, right? Uh-huh. It's all about the balance. All of this shit's <laughs> all about the balance. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all about it. You're
0: hitting some really great yeah. uh abbreviations for words today, and mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Or
2: thank accents you. on it. Yeah, yeah. A little co, mm-hmm. a little balance." <laughs> Little belongs. I've been saying TLDR lately, like <laughs> a lot. And I thought people knew what that meant. But a lot of people have been staring at me like, what is that? I do that to my sister all um, the time. And she's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, thanks. Can you English? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> Sometimes I cannot, will not shant. I shan't. I shan't. <laughs> I feel like we don't, as a society, say shant enough. Correct. That is true. So I'm shant. really, I'm, I'm bringing shant back. Like bringing sexy back, but maybe the opposite, shan't but shan't, yeah. but shan't. I'm bringing she- Don't sing. Nobody needs me to sing. <laughs> Cause then someone's going to call the Hague and be like, she sang again. And we already decided that that is a crime against humanity. So
0: oh, anyway. amazing. Do we want to just do one more? Yeah. What one? Yeah. Um, all right. So the last
2: question,
0: is it a question? I guess it's more of a statement. I want to enjoy sex so badly, but it just makes me feel used no desire at all. Doctors say I'm fine, but it's ruining my relationships, both intimate and friendships, because I feel like an outcast.
2: Okay, there's so many layers there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I just want to really start by sending this person so much love and care. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, I'm going to come at this from a functional medicine nurse practitioner point of view, and then we'll get coachy on it. Mm-hmm. Um a number one, your allopathic Western medicine person t- telling you your hormones look fine means jack shit. It means zero things mm-hmm. like it's just that it's not it means nothing to me as a functional medicine provider, like nothing. So I would I if there is a part of you that's like, ah, I really think this is biological. I really think this is organic. I think this is coming from the animal which like the sex makes me feel used, makes me feel like it's it's probably more about story and mindset and psychology. And I'm going to hold space for all possibility because that's what unconditional love is all about. Find a functional medicine person. You can go on the Institute for Functional Medicine's website, ifm.org. That's a nonprofit. I'm not, you know, we are not sponsored by ifm.org. <laughs> uh, and find a functional medicine provider, someone who focuses on on hormonal health. And, like, just get checked out. Like, do, a, a like, a legit for reals adrenal hormone balance boom thing. Great. Let's put that aside now. Sex makes me feel used. Oof. Right? That is, that, my my little bell of maybe a trauma therapist could be helpful here is going off. I don't know about y'all. Mm-hmm, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, that is a big statement, like, to that needs some deep unpacking. Um and yeah, I feel like a like modalities like I practice somatic experiencing, that could be really helpful. Internal family systems work could be helpful to really start to figure out who the parts are, how old the parts are, what part of you is holding this belief, where in your body <clears throat> does this story live that all sex means you're, you're being used? Um, Where did that, who, who taught you that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, one of my best friends grew up in a in a very shame-based Protestant household where, like, you know, bodies were not talked about, bodies were not okay. Um, Like, even the sniffles was, like, whoa, like, too much, too much data, right? About, like, fluids. TLDR. Um, <laughs> is that pretty <laughs>
1: Right? No, like <laughs>
2: legit. She was like, Yeah, I couldn't say snot growing up. Like, wow. my mom would be like, Oh, oh, God, oh, no, not bodies. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, like, where did this story come from? Mm-hmm. Where does it reside within you? Um, yeah, I would just get really curious about this story. Uh, and and I, I think really creating embodied safety for yourself around your sexuality is going to be so key here. Um are you having sex with yourself? Does that feel like being used? What's the story around that? What are your needs around sexual time, energetically, sensual time, intimate time with yourself and your own body? Right? Even thinking about it. Like what what's coming up for you? What's happening in your body? And so creating real safety for you with you I think is going to be so incredibly important and such a vital and valuable place to start
0: mm-hmm. the masturbation point was uh important I don't know what I'm trying to say hit. it it hit yeah it was yeah just, that was interesting because I was just thinking of it as external sex with someone else um but yeah also looking right. first at how you feel when you're masturbating can be
2: huge or like putting lotion on your feet or your legs, like, Mm -hmm. can you have a sensual connection, an intimate connection with your own body? Or is it like, or is it, you know, that slapdash, like, I don't want dry feet, gonna slap some lotion on, put some socks on, off we go. Like, how are you relating to your own physical form? Mm -hmm. How are you relating to yourself as a sensual and sexual animal? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, could you put some oil on your elbows for like, a few minutes and have it be like, Oh, wow, the texture of my skin. What pressure do I like? Like, what does it feel for me to show up and be with me? It doesn't even need to involve genitals or sex or orgasm. Like, what is it to have a sensual relationship with your own thigh? And is that available to you? And do you even want that? Right? So even backing up as well and like, what are your goals? What do you want from sex? What do you want sex to be like? And how can you create uh, internal safety for yourself that can make that possible? Mm-hmm. This is a big, juicy one. There's a lot to mm-hmm. unpack in this one.
1: Mm-hmm. The part that really yeah. stuck out to me in this question statement experience um, is about uh, the last part about being an outcast. Um, so oh, I think right. that's so yeah. hard and Obviously, we talk about sex constantly on this podcast, but speaking directly to you, the listener now, um, we do not always have... like We're not out here having amazing, incredible sex daily or anything like that. Like Me right now, I also have no desire. I'm going through a bunch of medical stuff, so I'm not having sex Um, really at all right now with myself or with somebody mm -hmm. else. And it's like, you're not an outcast. You're not alone in that. It's not Mm -hmm. like... Totally. Just all this amazing sex is happening for everyone (laughs) all around you, and you're just missing out. Right. (laughs) You deserve access to it when you want it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're definitely not alone. I
0: mean, that's how you and I connected initially Mm -hmm. uh, right before we started the podcast was that we were around friends who had the best, in quotes, sex drive in the world, the Mm -hmm. best sex ever. Mm -hmm. They were having sex constantly times a week, Mm -hmm. and we were both... In positions where we're like, oh, my God, I don't even remember the last time I orgasmed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I my partner came after me to, like, have mm-hmm. sex. I don't remember any of that. And we're like, I can't even talk about sex as, like, a fun anecdote because I don't remember the last time I had it. Right. So yeah. we've all – I totally understand that outcast feeling as well when you can't Well, bond. it's the
2: FOMO convo again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Right, it's believing that someone else's life, someone else's story, some other experience is somehow more better than what you're living right now. Mm-hmm. Right versus yeah. finding like what is in this for me right now because it's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so while you do the work to potentially shift it, if that's what you want, sort of speaking more uh, writ large to this, like how can you be at peace with what currently is, so that you to mm-hmm. stop creating extra suffering for yourself. What's that going to look like? And you get to decide. Right. Do you want to step into acceptance or do you want to stay like? (laughs) (laughs) Uh
1: Depends on the day for me. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. Listen, and it can flow minute to minute. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And that's, you know, what we were saying before about befriending your emotions. And when the like grump comes about it, hi, grump, I see you. What do you want from me? What are you trying to create for me? What are you protecting me from? What's up, grump? what's up, pissed off, mm-hmm. right? And holding space and love for that. So then something else can come that might feel more aligned with your actual goals for your your life and your sex life. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Me too. Yeah.
2: That was And you wonderful. also, just finally, just sorry, don't need to keep okay. telling the story. I'm an outcast. Because as long as you keep, mm-hmm. let's talk neuroplasticity for two milliseconds, neuroplasticity, your brain, plastic. Plastic is moldable, changeable, shiftable. Our brains can change. So if you... A belief is a story that you've told over and over and over and over and over again. A story is a thought. That's all That's all it is. So that, as long as you keep telling the story, I'm an outcast because I'm an outcast because I'm an outcast. I have no sex tribe. I have no sex tribe. I have no sex. Okay. That's turning into concrete in your brain. Right? And so... I'm not out here. Like just change your mindset and everything improves. But like also change your mindset and everything improves. You know what I mean? Like it's both. Yeah. Right? Plus getting the biological work up, plus working with somatics. Plus, plus, right? Mm-hmm. But not changing your mindset means your mindset doesn't change. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that's actually do you
2: keep telling that story. Even yeah.
0: reversing just the sentence, it like it hits different. Which is crazy. Right? Yeah. That was, yeah. Woo! Woo! Wrapping that there. That was good. Yeah, we fucking are. That went by in a flash.
1: Where can our listeners continue connecting with you after this episode, uh, besides in the next episode that we will be doing together?
2: (laughs) Oh, my. I I never thought you'd ask. Uh, (laughs) I know, it was a shock. (laughs) I'm like so stunned. Me? Oh, my God. So if you head on over to victorialbina.com slash me, you can download a complimentary suite of meditations, inner child exercises, nervous system orienting exercises. They are F-R-E-E just for you as listeners of one of the two best podcasts on the planet. Mm -hmm. The other being (laughs) feminist wellness, which is my podcast. It is for humans of all the many sexes and genders who believe in equality and also living a life that is really fucking dope. Uh, That's such a great tagline. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That was great. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can check that out for free in all of the places. Uh, And finally, you can find me on Instagram, I give good gram Mm -hmm. at Victoria Albina wellness. Woo.
0: Woo. Here we are. Dripping wet. Dripping wet. No, but you could be. You could be. Yeah. We uh, thank you so much, Victoria, for being on the
1: podcast today. Mm -hmm. And thank you to our listeners.
0: For hanging out.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and share this episode. Mm-hmm. Someone that needs it. Someone yep. that compares themselves to you, that yeah. thinks you're so much better than them, and say, hey, it's okay. I am better. Yeah. But you don't have to feel that
0: way. That actually isn't my problem. Mm-hmm. And so if you could look at that
1: and then we can be friends. I'm not here to manage your insecurities. See, yeah. we're using all of Victoria's advice in the wrong way. And <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's just dual purpose. It's, yeah. Use it toxically or use it. Um, to better your wellness. Yeah. Up to you. As a reminder, if you did not listen to last week's episode, which you absolutely should go balls deep into mm-hmm. it and just yank your chain to it. Yank your chain. <laughs> um, we are going to be taking a tiny, tiny hiatus. And by that I mean we are taking summer off But but but, but mm-hmm. we would never leave. Big old you fat butt. Big old butt, because we love big old butts. Mm-hmm. Um bagel butts, we love. I love bagel bites. I do love bagel bites. And pizza pockets. No, no, no. No. We are going to be releasing three episodes a month still in the month of June, July, and August. You're like, wow, that doesn't sound like much of a break. It's not. It's not. You're Uh, absolutely uh, correct. We can't get enough of you. We just can't. Two of those episodes are going to be re releases. So we're going to dive headfirst into our vault. Mm-hmm. pull some of our favorites, record new intros, so that you can hear our latest insights and wisdoms. Mm-hmm. And then the third episode is going to be just like a little solo catch-up, a little a tete-a-tete. Excuse me. Tete-a-tete. Tete-a-tete? I don't know. How do you say that? What are you saying? You're the one who speaks French. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying.
0: Okay. We're going to do a little catch-up.
1: A little back and forth. A little look. Little...
0: What's Correct. the second... <laughs>
1: You watch New Girl, you get that.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just a little reminder. We have what, a couple, a month and a half left.
1: Yeah. So that's doesn't start until June. It'll be through the summer. And then we're oh, coming, two two months left. Yeah, we've got some months left. Yeah. Uh and then we're gonna come back beginning of September. Biggest balls you've ever seen. Um <laughs> Do you like these big balls? <laughs> you like these big balls? That's another thing from last episode. So if yeah. you don't get that We're going to say it every time. So you better go get it. Yeah. Um, Go get it. You better go get those big balls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Bigger, better things are coming. Not just balls. We have a little thingy in our Instagram bio that if you have suggestions Mm. for these updates to Honey Doomy, uh, we would love to know what do you want to see more of? Um, Don't tell us what you want to see less of because that'll hurt our feelings. And I,
0: I don't care.
2: Yeah.
1: I'll do it harder. Uh, I'm going to do it more and harder. Yeah, like that one person who said they made a fart joke. We made a fart joke every episode since that, so it's going to backfire on you. And I mean that. (laughs) It's going to backfire real (laughs) stinky-like. Real nasty-like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, I got to go to work. Yeah. Let's... uh, Wrap this up, and we'll see you next
1: week. Yeah. Um, Head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to Honey Do Me. You can leave us a written review. You can also rate us on Spotify, and I'll leave you there, and I'll see you next week. Uh, You horny toads. Yeah.
0: Bye. Go off, come hard. Bye. (laughs) You horny toads.